Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome into a Truth or Fiction Tuesday. I'm Pat Oni filling in for Andrew Coppins, and this is Critical Thinking. <laughs> Yes, once again, Andrew is still out on a much-needed vacation. However, he has been in touch with me and is actually going to somewhat assist with today's truth or fiction statements. Actually, he sent me a couple uh, last night that I'm going to use in today's show. And I thought we would do something fun with today's truth or fiction as well. And that is, we're going to try to guess if Andrew would have said truth or fiction to these statements since he's not here um, and, and try to argue it from, from that perspective as well. I, I thought that would be, be kind of fun, honestly. So um, no rumble again. Um, we are, we are not doing any video for the show as of right now, but you can still subscribe to the rumble channel. It's rumble.com backslash critical thinking. You can also find us wherever our podcasts are played and you can follow us over on all the social media channels uh, for me at the Patoni Show, for Andrew at the Coppin Show, except for Instagram, because he had to change that up. So that's at the Critical Thinking Show for Instagram only. That being said, we will also play the uh, Babylon Bee featured article of the day, if you will, um, where I just choose a Babylon Bee article to go through, since we can't really play the Bee or not the Bee without Andrew here. So we will play that as well. But without further ado, let's get into some of these truth or fiction statements. And I thought I would start with um, the sports one first. I want to get the sports one out of the way because the other truth or fiction statements that that I have um, in addition to this are somewhat similar in nature. And so I thought we would uh, address those together. So in this case, we're going we're gonna to get the uh, sports one out of the way. And it's it's from Andrew. Um, on this one, uh, truth or fiction, Caitlin Clark will be canceled this year. And for those that don't know who Caitlin Clark is, um, she is a, um, basketball player on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, the Iowa made it to the national championship game this year and lost to LSU in that final game. 
Um, Caitlin Clark has had a very storied season. Um, in in the tournament, she had back to back forty point games with with triple doubles, um, and she's just a phenomenal, phenomenal player, and and got a lot of national attention. And honestly, I would even argue brought a lot of attention to the sport of girls basketball, especially on the um, college level. Um, I know I paid more attention to the girls tournament this year because of Caitlin Clark uh, more than I ever have before, and she is a phenomenal, phenomenal player. And in the the final game, uh, Angel Reese, who was on on LSU, uh, did a taunting gesture um, at Caitlin Clark for for, uh, and it was the gesture of the. Uh, if you ever watch John Cena in WWE, he kind of waves his hand in front of his face as a, and it's supposed to mean you can't see me. Um, and, and then she put a ring on her finger, and it was kind of taunting Caitlin Clark a bit after the loss and it was a really horrible way to win honestly um, because it took people started focusing more on the controversy of this rather than focusing on the storied season of really both players Angel Reese had a fantastic season too Um, and she put up a double double I believe in that national championship game and um, but but Andrew's statement is Caitlin Clark will be canceled this year In, in, in all honesty I don't I don't think so. I think this is going to be fiction. Um I he, he's claiming, you know, that and, and he kind of gave me a little insight to this. And he's referring to the whole LSU thing and the fact that she's a white player who has an edge. Um what she does, she's very very good at what she does. She also is, you know, she did the whole uh John Cena thing in a previous game. I can't remember which game it was. But it wasn't taunt necessarily taunting at a player I don't think I don't I don't I don't remember the whole story behind that one but in any case I don't think she'll be canceled um she there was an article I found earlier where she um has had some very uh, big charitable efforts in Iowa specifically with like an Iowa food bank I I just I don't see it yes there's some controversy with this win but I I don't see this being a canceled thing it, it it seems we've seen ridiculous things be canceled we've seen things be canceled for ridiculous reasons i just don't see this as one of them considering this is about girls basketball and yes caitlin clark is white yes she's very good yes she she has an edge i get all of that i i just don't see it um, and I don't know if this is Caitlin Clark's final year at Iowa. I, I would suspect that it is. I don't know if she's planning on going to the WNBA or what her plans are afterwards. I, I think you need a little bit more than this. I think there's enough good going on behind Caitlin Clark. I think she's got enough good publicity, um, if not great publicity, that I, I just I don't see this happening. Um, I think Andrew's thinking... Yes, this is going to be truth because it's 2023. We have a white girl who is showing up most players in college basketball and they will find a way to, to cancel her. I mean, that, that, that would be my guess, especially after this whole controversy in the LSU game. I I, I don't know for sure, um, but I ultimately, I just don't see it. I, I don't see the logic behind it. 
So I'm I'm honestly going to stick with fiction. So there you have it. There's there's the sports one out of the way. And I thought, now let's get into the the deeper stuff, the the more political stuff, and specifically stuff about Donald Trump. And I'm actually going to go with Andrews first on this as well. Truth or fiction, Donald Trump's legal troubles are real, not just political persecution, and should disqualify him from being president. <sighs> that, hmm. Well... I think there's a lot of things as I'm, as I'm thinking through this real time, I think there's a lot of things that could potentially disqualify Trump as being president again, or, or, or being able to get on the ballot. Um, and, and so I don't know this current legal thing, and that'll actually get into my truth or fiction here in a few minutes. This, this current thing with the whole stormy Daniel stuff, I, I don't see how that's going to um, prevent him from running for president. I mean, they would have to bring forth hard evidence, real evidence, damning evidence that that would be so enough to get a conviction. I I don't know that that's going to happen, but I'm going to hold that for right now because that's going to be part of my truth or fiction here in a few minutes. Looking at some of the other stuff, with the Mar-a-Lago right now. The Mar-a-Lago stuff, it, I, I mentioned this last week, and the, the reason why I think this has kind of gone quiet is because A, we have all this current stuff that's going on with Stormy, Stormy Daniels, and then B, you also have Joe Biden also having classified documents at random locations that he shouldn't have had in the first place at those locations, especially as the vice president. So I think I think you have two conflicting things there. Um, that, that have kind of made that story go quiet. However, if they ever decide to come back and revisit this and they, they investigate it and they find that these documents were still indeed classified, he still had them at Mar-a-Lago, they should have been returned to the National Archives, yada, yada, yada. Then we have a legit problem. We absolutely have a legit problem there. And, and that should be prosecuted, that should be enough to convict, that would prevent him from becoming president again. If I were them, if I were anybody on the left or anybody that wanted to see Donald Trump not be able to run for president again, that, that had that political bent, okay? If I saw the, that happening, I would go after the Mar-a-Lago stuff. Yes, it might burn Joe Biden at the end of the day. It might even cause an impeachment at the end of the day for Joe Biden. But given what's happened over the last few years with Joe Biden as president, Given his record, wouldn't you want to find somebody else that is better suited for the office anyway? I mean, your your consolation prize here, yes, you you have the sacrificial lamb in Joe Biden. It it could it could come back to hurt them by going after Trump for the classified document stuff. I think that that's a real possibility. However, you get to basically get a win here as well. You, you, you prevent Donald Trump from running. So I, I, that's what I would personally do. I, I think that would be the case that I would go after is how do you, how do you stop Donald Trump from running? And are you willing to, you know, make the sacrifice in Joe Biden to, to ultimately get to that goal? I, I, 
I think if I'm on the left, given given the state of this presidency, given the state of Joe Biden's mental health, his cognitive abilities, why not? Why not? You have more progressive candidates out there that are going to be more attractive to um, potential voters anyway. I don't I don't see people being that excited for a Joe Biden re-election campaign. That doesn't mean he won't be the nominee, by the way. But I I just I don't see people being that excited about it, and and I, I don't know that he's going to mobilize if not unite bases in within the left the way that he was supposed to have by now. I, I, I don't see that happening. I don't see a lot of conservatives voting for him in 2024. Um, those that have more of the never Trump bent to them, which let's be honest, are they really conservative? But I digress. So if, if I, if that were, if that were the case, yes, I would go down that route. So to get back to his, his truth or fiction statement, though, his legal troubles are real, not just political persecution and should disqualify from being president. Yes, truth. Absolutely. Um, and we deserve to know, did did he actually do some some nefarious things with some classified documents at Mar-a-Lago? Did he, did he do that? Um, that alone, I think, would disqualify him. The Stormy Daniels thing, however, I'll get to that here in a few minutes. Um I think that's a whole different conversation. Are there other legal things going on with Trump? Probably. I mean, those are probably the two biggest things right now. Um, the fact that he's been impeached twice. And then, not to mention, if if we ever go down the road of a Nuremberg-style-like tribunal for for the COVID jabs, Donald Trump has to be a part of that. The reason being is because Donald Trump, I mean, he was part of Operation Warp Speed. It was under his presidency. He's the one that surrendered. Again, as we've mentioned many times on this show, he surrendered his presidency to Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks. He has to answer for these things. He was the leader of America at the time. It was under his watch. This wasn't Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, or pick your person on the left, really, other than those that were involved at the time. This was on Donald Trump. If we were to ever go down any kind of legal repercussions for what happened with COVID, the lockdowns, the jabs, what have you, I think that's a real legal problem for the, for, for um, Donald Trump as well. I do. And it should be. And here's the thing. I'm saying this as the guy who is on the right, who is uh, a little more conservative that way than and, and on the right than, than Andrew Coppins because he's more of the conservative libertarian bent. I absolutely believe that's truth. And I think Andrew would say that this is truth as well. And I think he would bring up for a lot of the same reasons. So that, that is going to be absolute truth. Too. That being said, um, we'll see what happens here in in the future. If if uh, what they get them on here with the whole Stormy Daniels thing, if that happens, if they can actually bring bring forth the receipts, again, I've said this many times over the last couple of days with this, they best have receipts because if they don't have receipts, they're in a world of hurt. 
an absolute world of hurt that I don't know that they'll be able to recover from, but I don't think that they care. By the way, we could even look at this. I'm just thinking about this real time, folks. We could even look at the whole Mar-a-Lago thing this way. Yes, it could potentially hurt Joe Biden in his potential re-election campaign because of his whole classified document scandal as well. That, that could come back to, to haunt him should they ever decide to go after Trump for this. That being said, I don't know if the left cares. The left has always been kind of this way, especially over the last decade or so, decade plus now. They, they want to have their cake and eat it too. It's one of those, well, if my guy does it, it's fine. If your guy does it, it's evil, bad, and needs to be impeached, convicted, and go to jail and be in prison. There's a lot of people on the right that do that too. So I I could totally see them being like, yeah, I don't really care that Joe Biden did it. We're not going to do anything about that. We we just want to make sure that Donald Trump can't run for president. Could totally see that happening. That could totally happen. And here's, here's the kicker. If they have the evidence and they could actually prove it and uh, Donald Trump is actually convicted for whether it's Mar-a-Lago or the Stormy Daniel stuff, if they could actually prove it, they don't really care. They, they don't care as long as Donald Trump is guilty. They don't care. They don't care. And if he actually is guilty, they, the proof is in the pudding. Okay, yeah, they're right. They're right. They're just also hypocrites at the same time because they refuse to do it to people on their own side. Okay, so to move on here, I want to get into the Babylon Bee featured article of the day, um, and then I'll get into my truth or fiction. Um, So today's headline, Scientists at Budweiser attempted to discover how many beers it would take for Dylan Mulvaney to pass as a woman. Scientists at Budweiser attempted to discover how many beers it would take for Dylan Mulvaney to pass as a woman. And just to let that sink in, folks, if you haven't gone to Coffee Brand Coffee yet, please do. Um, They are based here in Farmington, Utah. They care about your, your business, your money. That's what they care about. And they also care about, in return for it for your money, of giving you a good quality product. They've got all sorts of different great flavors in terms of coffee. They have, uh, if you're not a coffee drinker like me, you can go the hot chocolate route, which, by the way, if you haven't been paying attention to the weather around the country, where I live in Utah got about a foot of snow last night. It's April 4th, folks. We got a foot of snow. It should be at minimum, at minimum, low 50s at this point in the year because you know it's spring and maybe raining i mean totally cool with all of that but at least being able to walk outside and a light jacket no no it was cold my wife and i went to lowe's last night um and getting getting to and from our my truck was a chore because it was so windy and cold and i i actually put up on my facebook earlier i said you know uh I've had it, I've had it with the snow, I've had it with the cold, and we're moving to Florida. To which my wife then reminded me, we're not moving to Florida. Which is unfortunate because uh, I'm really, 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 really done with this cold weather. And it this kind of weather makes me want hot chocolate. 
So, and they've got a few different flavors over there at the hot chocolate. The uh, peppermint um, has been my favorite, but that's a seasonal thing for them. So, uh, highly recommend it. Their, their marshmallow chocolate's also really good, too. Um, so, check it out. Go to coffeebrandcoffee.com that, and use the promo code CRITICALTHINKING at checkout. That's coffeebrandcoffee.com. Promo code CRITICALTHINKING at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your purchase today. All right, so scientists at Budweiser attempt to discover how many beers it would take for Dylan Mulvaney to pass as a woman. Beer scientists at Budweiser headquarters are reportedly hard at work reaching how many cans of Bud Light it would take for Dylan Mulvaney to pass as a woman. According to sources, Mulvaney, who recently became a spokesman for the alcoholic beverage, was personally recruited by CEO Philip Budd while he was... Uh, inebriated (laughs) now human resources need to know how this could have happened one no two no dr pedro uh morgenstein noted in the test three ugh no dr morgenstein reportedly passed out 20 beers later still believing dylan mulvaney was a man however he did note that his female colleagues were at least three points more attractive. Alcoholic intake studies are nothing new for Budweiser Corporation, but experiments typically measure the rate of cognitive decline. Determine how many drinks it takes for a man to look at a woman in new territory for the team. At publishing time, scientists had determined it takes equivalent of 37 Bud Lights to make Dylan Mulvaney passable as a woman or just three ballast points uh ballast point sculpins sculpins <laughs> this of course is in reference to the the story i brought up yesterday where dylan mulvaney had supposedly partnered with bud light has um his picture on um the bud light cans and as of as of yesterday when i recorded the show Bud Light had not made any uh, statement in regards to the partnership because a lot of people thought, hey, is this is this fake? Is this a prank? Legit question because no one really knew for sure. Well, Bud Light finally spoke out. Um, and it said, in a statement shared with Fox News, the brand said that the collaboration was designed to authentically connect with audiences. Uh, from the time we produced unique con- co- commemorative cans for brand influencers like Dylan Mulvaney, this commemorative can was a gift to celebrate a personal milestone. That personal milestone being Dylan's 365th day of being a girl. To which I responded yet again. Tell me you don't want my business without telling me you don't want my business. Not that it matters because I don't drink anyway, but I digress. So, back to truth or fiction. Um, I'm going to go with my Trump one first here. And it's going to be, I have a clip from um, CNN. And my truth or fiction is this. Donald Trump will not be uh, convicted for the Stormy Daniels debacle. Won't happen. And I'm going to say truth. And here's why. 
case may be or may not be, um, your reaction now that you've had a chance to go through it, um, is it what you thought it was going to be, and are you unimpressed? It, it is what I thought it was going to be uh, in terms of focusing on the payments that were made, the falsification of the records, and really tied to the payment that was made to Stormy Daniels. Uh, in terms of a case that's being brought against a former president, it's a little underwhelming. Um, there's, there's not more to it. Uh, there's not more violations, tax violations. Um, there's not an incredible new set of facts that we didn't know about publicly. It's really the facts of this case as they have existed for basically almost seven years. So that was CNN's legal analyst saying that the case is underwhelming. So when CNN is saying that this case is underwhelming, and to, to CNN's credit, they have no credit. But even when their ilk are saying that this case is incredibly underwhelming, it's bad. Like I said, you have to bring receipts for this kind of thing. This is just a guy with a political bent. Alvin Bragg is more of a politician than he is an attorney at this point. And with politicians, there is no justice. There is none. Whether they're on the prosecutory side of things in politics or they're on the defending side of things in politics, there really is no justice at the end of the day. If, if I were them, I wouldn't have touched this case with a 20-foot pole because there's no point. Now, if you want to go back to the whole Mar-a-Lago thing, that might be worth looking into because that's a legit thing. That is something that nobody should be doing. I don't care who you are. The documents should have been turned back into the National Archive. I agree with Andrew that, that Donald Trump's legal problems are real. If, if that's indeed Andrew's uh, bent, by the way. I agree in terms of, hey, the, the legal problems are real. But which ones? Which ones? If, if it's a, in regards to the whole Stormy Daniel case, I, I, I just don't, I don't think they have much of a leg to stand on. I don't. Now, again, bring the receipts. I could be totally wrong. If they've got the receipts, bring them forth. But I don't, I don't think they do. And if they, and what receipts they, they probably have, I don't know if they're strong enough to do anything about it. I, 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 so, um, no, I, I don't believe that Donald Trump will be convicted for the whole Stormy Daniels thing. I, just no way. I don't see it. And then for my final truth or fiction for today, um, this actually comes from Tucker. Um, this is in regards to the uh, Nashville shooting last week. And the, the statement is, truth or fiction? The uh, failure to release the motive of the Nashville shooter is all about politics. And I'm going to say truth. I'm going to play a little bit of this clip. So here we go. But what... You know, in any case, the public has a right to know the evidence. They showed us the gun. They showed us the pictures of people being killed inside the school. Why won't they show us the motive? A few things here, Tucker. One is, I think we all recognize that if the fact pattern at this point were different, there would already be all the information out there. The manifesto would have already been shared with the public. I think right. that's pretty clear. 
I also think that the longer the delay occurs here, the more likely it feels that there is an effort to shape a, a political narrative uh, in front of all of this. If you've seen, I'm sure you have, in the last few days, there have been articles that were really um, supposed to make people teary-eyed on behalf of the shooter, a very sympathetic profiles, looking at the psychology and the tough life that the shooter had, and a lot of stuff about how the right is being bigoted and hateful. Look, we've seen this before. Back in the Obama administration, we recall there was the Pulse nightclub shooting, and they actually redacted in the FBI transcript, I'm sure everybody remembers at home, things like ISIS, and I'm doing this for Allah, because they thought we couldn't be trusted with the information. Now, that was such a catastrophe, the FBI... So, I'm going with truth on this, because... Why not release the motive? If, if, you are, if you aren't going to release the motive, and, and people have a right to know, the families of, these, of, of the victims, by the way, also very much have a right to know. What was the motive here? The fact that they're not releasing a motive is, is very telling as to what they're trying to do here. It, it's, this is politics, all politics, and very bad politics. This is about a narrative. Because... If 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 we were to make anyone in the trans community look look as bad as this shooter, then you know it, it it's bad press for the trans community, right? So they don't want that. They they want to protect their agendas. They want to protect um, all of these things. And I I just I don't see a reason to not release that motive. Um, and it's 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 just. Bad, bad politics. I want to play a little bit more of this clip, though. I had to go back on it, but you do get the sense that after what had been initially a phenomenal response from Nashville Police Department, the brave soldiers running in and, and dealing with the threat, I'm sorry, brave uh, police officers running in and dealing with the threat right away, that when you look at this, you think to yourself, well, why delay it if it's going to come out anyway? Which seems to be the argument right now. Tucker, they've said there are experts who are looking at it. I'm a counterterrorism expert. I would like to look at it. I don't know why these people have to get the first pass but i think we all understand the politics or why they're getting the first pass but so what he's referring to here is that you know they're not releasing the motive so that the the, the media can get out in front of it spin a story and by the time that the motive comes out or if it does come out eventually as as buck is saying here that uh it, it'll it, everything will be very convoluted at that point and things will be kind of just swept under the rug of what, what really happened here and what the motive really was. But what it means is that they're using the murder of children in order to manipulate the population for political results to take their civil liberties away. I mean, that's not what happens in a free country. No, and I look, if, if the authorities here had a, a reason to withhold it to this point that had to do with individual safety or security, they should say so, but that's not... And that's how you know it's politics, because if they had a legit reason to withhold the motive and not release it to the public at this point, they should say so, and they have yet to do that. That's all it takes. All they need to do is say, hey, we're, we're withholding the motive for X, Y, and Z reasons. Why haven't they done that? It's all politics, folks. It's bad politics. And this has to stop. If we want to get to justice, by the way, how you get to justice is take the politics out of it. If this were anybody else, 
if this were a conservative white guy, white Christian guy on the right that did this, they would have released the motive by now. That's the problem. Take the politics out of it. It shouldn't matter who it is. We have a right to know. We have a right to know. The people, those families have a right to know. The people of Nashville have a right to know. The people at that school, their, their colleagues, coworkers, other students, have a right to know. They have a right to know what happened and why it happened. It shouldn't matter who pulled the trigger other than the fact that somebody did pull the trigger. Take the politics out of it. Because when politics enters something like this, there's no justice in the end. And if there is justice, it's pretty one-sided usually. It's a sad story all the way around. It's tragic. I wish it wouldn't have happened, but it did. As I'm sure many, many feel the same way. But this, the politics of it all, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. All right, I will be back tomorrow. Um, If I have any updates on Andrew, I will let you know. Um, But until tomorrow for WTF Wednesday, don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And there are no amount of beers in this world that could ever make Dylan Mulvaney look like a woman. See you tomorrow.